and welcome to DaVita Leadership Insights, a weekly podcast for DaVita teammates who want to become a better leader both personally and professionally. I'm Grace Berman, a Senior Director with DaVita University. And I'm Doug Miller, a Master Coach and DaVita University faculty member. We have a special episode for you today. We're chatting with Kenny Gardner, DaVita's Chief People Officer, on leading teams through COVID-19 situation. Now, Kenny, you've been with The Village for almost 10 years, and I know you've seen a lot in your time here, and you've led teams through a number of different emergent situations and crises and hurricanes and things like that. How are those experiences helping you lead our teammates through this current situation? Yeah, first, I just say, Doug and Grace, both thanks for having me and letting me have the opportunity and space to do this, and you're right. Uh, for better or for worse, as the leader of Team Endeavor, which covers uh, the coastal portions of the Southeast, I, I've become a bit of a, a veteran at uh, facing these emergencies. And so uh, I think back to two years ago when we faced Hurricane Irma, which was really an unprecedented event from a natural disaster perspective and resulted in the largest evacuation of, of human beings out of a particular area in the U.S. of all time is almost uh, a very significant portion of the state of Florida was, was heading up north. Uh, and I just, every time I think back through that time, um, what I always recall is just the, the stamina, the teamwork, uh, and the sort of emotional endurance it takes to get through uh, that kind of situation. What I would say just in terms of my background and then taking something like that and relating it to today dealing with COVID-19 is my experience is that in general, what we do here at DeVita, uh, we bring a lot of structure to our work because we're healthcare workers and that's what we're used to. Uh, we have our policies and procedures for treating our patients. Uh, we have lots of teammate policies. Uh, we have management processes that drive the business. And what these disasters do, they throw most of that in disarray. And you find yourself in a situation where every day you're waking up with challenges that you don't necessarily have a playbook for. Uh, and that creates stress. You know, if you're a leader within the context of DeVita, you feel such a, a strong drive to serve your team. You want to fix problems. You want to get things done. You want to give people guidance. And in these emergencies, you don't necessarily always have that. Uh, and so you got you to gotta embrace that reality and you got to take it head on and deal with it day by day. I love the way you said there's no playbook for this and every every situation is different. So I'd love to drill down into our current situation with the, the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. As a leader of the village, what's uh, top of mind for you and the rest of the senior leadership team right now in terms of what you're focused on solving for for our teammates and our patients? Yeah, that's a great question. There's a clear focus, which is the pay, the, the safety well-being and health of our patients and our teammates. That's that's really what comes first. I guess it's almost really never any different, um, but there's an urgency, I will tell you, that's inspiring that uh, along with myself and the rest of the senior leadership team that we're working at, just given the scale of what we're facing, frankly, it's a pandemic. Uh, and so we are extremely focused on keeping uh, patients, teammates healthy, safe, that's, that's first, that's last, that's really what we're focused on. If you were to uh, push me and say, hey, are the specifics, it's a long list, as you can imagine. We are a global organization. We have our domestic teams. We have our international teams. Uh, I just highlight a few that are top of mind for sure that a lot of people are working on. 
It would be things like infection control. It's the policies that we put around our teammates to help support them so they can get into work and provide the life-sustaining care that they do so well. It's things like supplies. If you imagine in healthcare, our supply chain is global in nature. Uh, and so we have a lot of focus on continuing to make sure we have the supplies for teammates so they can continue to deliver care to those patients. It's communication. We wanna make sure we communicate clearly and often to our team so they feel comfortable. And then frankly, it's everything in between. Uh, when you face a situation this large, I find that our teammates are so dedicated and diligent that every day they raise new questions that are both relevant and important. And the senior team is bringing a lot of energy to that. I'll just share anecdotally or specifically, we literally are talking every day. We start our mornings off uh, with a meeting to get organized. We end our day uh, with another meeting to recap and we work through the weekend. And so I could tell you the entire senior team is taking this serious and we want to make sure we keep both patients and teammates uh, healthy and safe. Awesome, Kenny. Um, yeah, it's, it's great to be on some of these Voice of the Village calls in other places and hear the clarity and confidence that our leaders have um, in answering and giving us an ability to answer all of, uh, to ask all the questions and get those answered. Um, pivoting into some tactical things, are there some key things that our teammates should know? And also then how should they access information and keep up to speed with everything? Yeah, I think about four things for our teammates and their ability to deliver care. Let me just list the four. Maybe I'll just give a couple examples of what I'm thinking about. Uh, but on child care, obviously it's unprecedented what's happened in terms of the scale of school closures, you know, trying to replicate as a parent uh, for our caregivers, the capacity that's created from the U.S. education system is quite difficult. And so there's a lot of anxiety there. We're doing the best that we can to make sure we have safety nets in place. Uh, the second thing I'm thinking a lot about is public transportation. But we're starting to try to, to figure out how many teammates that could potentially affect and think about creative solutions along the way. Uh, the third thing that we're focused on is the policies that relate to if our teammates become sick. So uh, specifically, if teammates, for example, start to exhibit signs of COVID-19, what do they do? And we've been putting a lot of policies in place to bring clarity there. Um, and then the last thing I would just focus on is the thing that always tends to rise up in a really good way in these crisis situations. And that's the DaVita way. It's caring for each other with the same intensity that we care for those patients. One thing I would just highlight is the DaVita Village Network. Uh, that, that, that fund, that set of resources, that team, uh, is prepared to deliver for teammates as we anticipate in the weeks ahead uh, that teammates will unfortunately face hardships. We're prepared uh, to step up to the plate and support each other in that way. And I would just make a plug for teammates who hear this, who want to find another way to contribute, please consider the DeVita Village Network as an outlet to show your support. Mm, I, I love all those points that you shared, Kenny, and uh, giving us a little bit of color as to what's top of mind right now. And I love the DeVita Village Network. I think it's such a great way uh, where the village comes to life to support each other. So given this uh, rapidly changing environment that we're in right now, and, and the information just keeps um, keeps changing day to day, what would you say to our leaders who are supporting our teams and our teammates through this? What could they be doing um, to, to lead our teammates, our patients just through this rapidly changing time? Yeah, 
I tell you, I mean, this is one that hits home for me as someone that's faced off with many emergencies um, operating in the Southeast, especially with the hurricanes. I, three things come to mind. Number one, as a leader, you got to be comfortable with ambiguity. Uh, in our normal day-to-day roles, we're so used to being in control and having the answers. And most of the times when you get faced with these situations, you get things that happen that you're not expecting. And so you plan as much as possible. And then the unexpected happens. And so as a leader, you got to embrace that. That would be the first bit of coaching I would give to our leaders. The second thing I would say is that communication can really be a calming agent. And so uh, if you if you lack communication, if you lack information in these stressful situations, a lot of times people make up the worst. They fear, their fears can take control. And so I generally find that if a team is communicating a lot, problems surface. And actually some of the best problem solving to deal with the issues that arise come through that group communication. Uh, And so I would say communicate more often. Uh, And then the third thing as a leader, I would just say you have to remember uh, to be focused on on taking care of yourself, frankly. You know, again, speaking personally, when I've been in these situations, I get really stressed. I mean, sometimes I feel scared. I feel uh, unsure whether or not I'm making the right decisions. That's normal. Let me just tell you, that's normal. Uh, It's a reason why uh, we call these things unprecedented because they don't happen often. And so as a leader, you're going to feel stressed. Uh, you're going to feel like you're being pushed. Uh, but I will tell you, if you take care of yourself, you can have both the mental and emotional stamina uh, to get through these situations. Speaking of self-care, Kenny, I uh, love those practical approaches and wondering if there's other things that you've done to coach people and teammates uh, how, to, how to take care of themselves. Yeah, Doug, I, I wouldn't say I have all the answers for sure. Uh, these situations get stressful. Two two things come top of mind for me that are personal, um, and I'll share them just to the extent they relate to others. Uh, for me, I generally, when I get under stress, compartmentalize. And so I, I get quieter. I start to think a lot, uh, and that can build stress up. And what I find is that uh, if I remember to uh, uh, talk to my wife at the end of a long day, talk to a friend, talk to other DeVita teammates, that can be a massive stress reliever for me personally, I'll share a quick story. Uh, and so in this in this crisis, in particular COVID-19, one of my best friends works in the cruise industry. And I was, I've was i been thinking about him just given how much they've been in the news. And I called him over the weekend and just say, hey, how are you doing? And he unloaded. I mean, he's feeling a lot of what I described um, as he's been trying to face his own challenges and issues in, in his line of work. Um, and I was able to do the same. And I just found that it was therapeutic for both of us. We didn't necessarily resolve each other's issues, but it was good to uh, have a friend uh, just take 20 minutes and, and kind of talk about issues. And, and so you can't forget to do that. The other thing I would just say, frankly, this works for me. You can't, you can't uh, forget to just have a laugh, frankly. I mean, these things don't come and go overnight. The, the type of uh, crisis we're facing with COVID-19 uh, will probably be relatively long in duration. Uh, and so just because you're facing something serious, you can't forget uh, the bonds you have with your team, uh, your friends, your loved ones. You got to find those outlets to breathe, to laugh, to smile, um, so that you can continue to come in every day and bring the kind of energy and effort it takes to uh, persevere in these situations. Love those tips, Kenny. Really appreciate you sharing your your personal stories as well. So as we wrap up this episode, do you have any final thoughts you want to share with our teammates? Yeah, I would. what I would say um, 
would lean in the direction of optimism. As someone that's been in the village for almost 10 years, the best, most memorable DeVita moments I have personally have come in these times of emergency. When, for example, we've had storms and hurricanes, I've seen teammates come as far as places like Seattle to places like Florida to put tarps up on teammates' roof, uh, to bring supplies when supplies are limited and share them with others. Even in early days of this COVID-19 response, I talked about childcare. I'm seeing teammates who work on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday take care of kids who work on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and vice versa. So the village lives in these moments. Um, I believe in us. I believe in our collective culture. I believe in our collect our ind the individuals, and I believe in our teams. And I actually feel very confident that we'll see our way through to the other side of this. Not not without some hiccups and curveballs, uh, but I believe in our team, and I think we're gonna get past this. Mm. You just gave me goosebumps with those stories. Those are really inspiring. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you uh, for what you're doing, Kenny, to support our village through this and your whole people services team. I know they're working around the clock and really working really hard to support our teammates uh, who support our patients. So thank you for doing that. Thanks so much, Kenny. Okay. Thank you, guys. Um, you know, there's a way in which we, we uh, a phrase we use and we end all of our episodes with it. And, and to be honest, it couldn't, it couldn't be more true than it is right now in these Agreed, uncertain Doug. times. So let's uh, let's end this episode as we end all of our episodes by saying one for all. All for one.